0: You're listening to The Riff, a podcast where Matt Black sits down between sessions to chat about industry happenings and creative musings. On this episode, we chat about Spotify and how they're making data cool again.
1: Hey guys, it's Micah Haykoop, the Director of Strategy and Culture here for Matt Black. I'm joined today by Aria.
0: Hey guys, and I am a junior strategist at Matt Black.
1: Mm-hmm. And today, uh, been a couple of a couple awesome things put out by Spotify over the past couple of weeks. Um, and it was raining today, so we decided to hop on and talk about their Climatune app that they just did, or I guess Climatune microsite, we'll call it.
0: Yeah, it's a microsite that basically you enter in your location and it pulls data from Spotify users to say, like, these are things that people listen to when it rains and these are things when people that people listen to when it's sunny and it's just... It's a really fun take on the weather. Yeah,
1: so you can also then go through and switch to six different types of weather. When it pulls up, it'll be your location, but then you could click on sunny or windy or rainy, cloudy, uh, based on you know what you're interested in seeing, and it'll show you somewhere in the world that's happening, and then a related playlist or what songs are popular when the weather is doing that in that location. You yeah. also you also for each one then have like a fun action you can do. Like when it's snowing, you have like a polar like a I guess you can like reach out and catch snowflakes with your tongue. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're like a polar bear. It looks like a Snapchat filter actually. Oh for sure they do. Um or like for when it's raining. Or when it's cloudy in Los Angeles, they have clouds in a can that you can, like, spray all over the page, which is really cute. Yeah, and
1: I think the bigger point to latch on to here to to delve into maybe for this is is the idea behind data-driven marketing. And not just – normally we talk data-driven marketing. You're talking about, like, oh, read the numbers so you can figure out what to market. This is data-driven data marketing where you then, like, will put the data in front of people because they did that last year. And they were talking about how at the end of the year they showed like how many plays certain songs had. They talked about the person who listened to like Justin Bieber's "Sorry" like ten thousand times. Yeah, and what,
0: they're like, "What happened to you? Are yeah, you okay?" What what, it's what did
1: you do? <laughs> yeah, what did you do? There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I, yeah, I just think it's so cool how like Spotify is taking something that usually is read as spreadsheets and like really boring documents and making it something that's very one consumer facing. Um, so it's just kind of taking all of the data that they're gathering and being like hey like this is what you guys do on our service and this is how you utilize it or and then also like i would kill to be that like creative person in the data office that's mm. like how about we take this and make a microsite and compile all these playlists for the weather totally like how fun must that be
1: totally so if you guys want to check it out the uh, url is weather.withspotify.com and Really, it's interesting that the, the focus here is playlists because also in the past couple of weeks, Spotify has launched a new campaign that centers completely around playlists. So this is obviously a piece of that. Um, but there's some great uh, billboards that are going up in L.A. There's also some great things on social that are di- like really dissecting certain playlist names, and they're that same tongue-in-cheek style of last time uh, last year when they did the um, song play one. So these ones, uh, there's anything from like someone made a, a root canal playlist because they never had a flossing playlist.
0: Yeah, my uh, personal favorite is someone made a playlist called Sorry I Lost Your Cat when they could have been making flyers. They
1: could have been making flyers to find that cat. And so for we were talking about this a little bit off mic, and we were saying, you know, our main knock on Apple Music as well as Tidal is that they have garbage playlists.
0: Yeah, the playlist curation on both of those platforms is the worst i would say title is probably even worse than titles worse than apple yeah because at least apple has like radio where you can like go back and play like full-blown like radio shows and like those are hosted by like actual djs like zane Lowe and things like that and you're like all right like i'm in it Mm -hmm. but if you go on title and you just want to listen to similar artists like an artist radio for anyone even beyonce it's it churns out these like Really subpar comparisons. Mm. It like plays like the same artist three times in a row. Like I don't know. That's I just a feel big like, no
1: no for for artists. Yeah, video. I just
0: feel like the algorithm is somehow really messed up, That's, and they that, need to fix it. It's
1: like it's like everyone at Title uses Spotify to stream music. Or something. <laughs> yeah, seriously. The, it was interesting because. So we can break down why playlists are important for music streaming apps. So from an from a artist relations perspective, you can put artists, breaking artists onto playlists to show them that as a company you support new artists, right? So it's a great way for you to build relationships with up and coming talent. From a customer-facing perspective, you can break new music to people, and when they discover something new, they're more likely to go listen to more from that artist, meaning that in total they're listening to more music than they would have been, and the most important thing for you is that they're streaming as much music as possible. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's, it seems a bit twofold in that there's like these really good internal reasons for them to be going after um, and really promoting the concept of playlists, uh, but then there's even like these kind of outside business reasons of saying your main two competitors are really lacking here and it's something that's really important to music listeners.
0: Yeah. And when I even like look at, since we're on the note of playlists, when I look at this, I wonder like why hasn't someone like, Pandora, who do people still use Pandora? P- well, yes, people Is that still a thing? Pandora um, gets mad downloads. Yeah, yeah, and so Pandora was something that like could have been like a playlist capital, I feel like, because mm. they were like super good at like making like those artist radios and everybody like before Spotify was like super into Pandora and like using that as a main streaming service. Yeah, be- yeah, so I wonder like why why they didn't take this avenue. I mean maybe. Because Pan, so Pandora's
1: always been about the radio aspect of it, <laughs> because there aren't even set playlists you can go to, no, right? It's, it's just, just you're like, like you're
0: like, I want to listen to someone like D'Angelo, yeah. and then it just like gives you Baby Makers for two hours. Yeah, true.
1: I mean, <laughs> from to go off on like more of a creative tangent about music, the the time spent changing between track like tracks finding new artists is like a huge time waster for efficiency when you're actually trying to get things done. I will say Pandora allows you to just like set something and let Pandora take care of it. The other side, I will, I will give this tip to something I started doing recently. I think I probably read it or heard on another podcast is find a song that's like, relatively rhythmic and you just put that song on repeat when you have a project to work on and you could listen to the same song like 20 times yeah. and just bust out like an hour's worth of work on something, you just totally zone it out but it really allows you to focus. So yeah. it's something worth trying. Just find like one and not, we're not talking like I don't know. Don't don't pick like any Kanye songs, but go for <laughs> go for something that has like a little bit of rhythm to it and maybe some some natural instruments.
0: Yeah, like minimal words. Yeah. I've always heard from people that it's always better when if you want to be like super productive to find something with minimal words, maximum mm. beats. <laughs> and then you find a rhythm with everything you're doing without necessarily getting distracted.
1: Yeah. The thing I, I tried it between there's um like kind of like hour long sound loops and I wasn't able to be as productive on those because you, you're not like what well, they, they were lyricless, right? It was mm-hmm. nothing. And yeah. so, or like you could listen to like, we put on like Jay Dillis sometimes in the office um, and There's no way to mark like where you're at versus if you have like limited words or some words, your head, your, what you're trying to do is get like your brain to kind of focus on this music and then tune it out in a way. And your brain's still able to mark where you are with the words as opposed to like, you know, you're listening to an hour long loop of like textures and you're you're still paying attention to it. Yeah. Right. You need to be able to be like, to like, hyper like memorize it technically and tune it out so you can like get that deep focus in. Yeah. Um something really worth doing. I digress.
0: I mean that can tie back into Spotify's playlist curation. Oh totally. I mean we yeah. have a Sonos in the office and we Please are... sponsor the pod. <laughs> and we usually just like throw on a random spotify playlist and sometimes we get like these really like great ones and sometimes we get ones where like someone throws on like top mm. 40 yep and it's it's like a party in the office for 45 minutes yeah um but i mean even when you look through their like playlist categorization they're like oh like here's like productive soundtracks and then there's like deep focus mm-hmm. or like creative moods and things like that what team is at spotify turning these out I really want to know. Maybe they just I'm very took... interested in freelancing for you guys. As, as, soon, <laughs> as
1: soon as they did like one, as soon as they did like one good, good, uh, good thing for work, or they sent like a good email. They're like, "What is playing right now? That must be a creative song.
0: <laughs> that must be the victory song yeah. for you."
1: So then, apart from playlists, Valentine's Day also brought us some awesome Spotify marketing with yes. a Migos culture card Valentine's Day card generator.
0: It is probably the best card generator so I saw. I mean, it was very hip on social this year to make like all these like really witty cards. Um, but the culture cards were pretty great. They were all a play on the very popular Migos track, Bad and Bougie, with the raindrop, drop top,
1: blank, like something, line. right? You could then type in and then, whoever you were sending this to and yeah. it would put their name in the card. <laughs>
0: so basically, you had raindrop, drop top. I shout blank's name from the rooftop.
1: I want to take blank to the jewelry shop.
0: I want to see blank in a crop top.
1: There you go. I mean, you might I mean, hit one person with all three of those.
0: I mean, my favorite one was it was like, oh, I like someone's like name makes me makes my heart go pop pop or something. Oh, no, I was like, damn, one. that's a good one. That's like a good who Migos made one. these? And, and they're then all, they're all
1: randomly decorated with like different like there's like champagne bottles on yeah. them. Yeah.
0: And then also when you're like scrolling through the cards on the microsite, which is migoscards.com, it's still working. If you want to shoot somebody some like late Valentine's Day cards, um, when you're scrolling through the cards, the arrows say that way. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> that
1: way and that way. Oh,
0: <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's um. Fun. It's yeah. Super fun. But we just had to talk about Spotify because yeah. they've been killing it.
1: Yeah. I mean if we're just if we're actually like kind of digging into why it's good like culturally relevant to it links back into what they do support artists they're doing something really cool for Migos obviously they hopped on the bandwagon a little bit we talked about this off off mic too but um, it's just great to see the fact that they they've found somewhere they said hey there's a cultural alignment with it's fun to send, like, these kind of rap valentines, which I remember, like, they were, there's been, like, Drake valentines for years. So, like, yeah, totally. I love you as much as Kanye loves Kanye, right? That's been a valentine for years. So, like, line up with that. Line up with how hot Migos is right now, especially um, Bad and Bougie. I would like to see some T-shirt ones, too, but Ooh. maybe next, Maybe St.
0: <laughs> Patrick's Day. Maybe St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe another holiday. Yeah,
1: and then, again, like, link it all in at the same time of, like, This is a streaming service that gets you. This is a streaming service that, um, like, has the same sentiment as you. So if you come in and you're trying to look at our playlist, obviously, it's going to be something that you relate to. Obviously, you should trust us, right? You always have that friend who you're like, oh, they have best musical taste. Mm -hmm. I feel like Spotify wants to be your friend with the musical taste. Oh, totally.
0: Or introduce you to people, like, within their network that are that friend that makes you cool mixtapes all the time totally um because they definitely do like encourage like the whole like share your playlist with your friends and all that hoopla mm-hmm. so i think that's a really great thing and also like shout out to spotify for making data cool yeah all the dudes with spreadsheets are probably like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yes <laughs> they're making data cool yeah, which is yeah. like a really cool thing to do and it's as a consumer it's really great to see fun plays on data as a person who leans more towards the creative side too.
1: Totally. And you were just showing me their insights blog. Yeah.
0: So if you guys go to insights.spotify.com to learn more about specifically Climatune, they have a whole blog post that breaks down like these are the weather trends, like this is how a track affects – or I'm sorry, this is how weather affects – danceability yep. this is how weather affects runability or valence which i recently learned measures the musical positivity musical positivity
1: of a, all that track, which yep. is fun that's awesome but yeah all right guys get on there and check it out